0: plushcare.com slash weight loss
1: a one a two a one two three four another beautiful day on the victor bravo of course the sun is shining the birds are about and there's a sudden pause in the crowd Michael Michelson steps up to the tee box, Fifteenth hole, his drivers recommended. <laughs> is he a caveman? Because it suddenly clubbed that one. what do you reckon George? <laughs> I mean, did he hit that with the dictionary? Because that was a terrible
2: read. <laughs> oh
0: my.
2: G'day and welcome, this is Golf. Andrew Datto is my name, and I know it's been a while, but I promise you... This is worth the wait. Billy Dunk, the great Billy Dunk, five PGA championships. Uh, he won the New Zealand Open. He's won a couple of times in Japan, 100 tournaments in all. He broke over 80 course records, more than any other golfer in Australia. He also led the world scoring averages from Jack Nicholas at a time when Nicholas was near the height of his powers. So he was an extraordinary golfer. He lives in Gosford. We met at his place. Um, A beautiful view. Well, there was a formerly beautiful view of Brisbane Waters until someone built a six-story thing to block half of it off. We had a lovely chat. And as is the way of these things, once the microphone went off, then we started talking about some other things like that he would hit between 600 and 1,000 golf balls a day to get himself ready for tournaments. Uh, He showed me the putter he used and he was known for his hot putter, a very hot putter. And we looked at some old clubs and uh, one of his old irons. So his iron sets would last about 12 months because he would literally wear the grooves out. And he goes, here, I'll show you one. So he's just pulled a club out and there's this beautiful 10 cent piece sized rust hole in the middle of the iron. So he was something else, and he is something else. Uh, so I met him and his wife, Annette. We had a lovely lunch, lovely chat, and I really think you're going to enjoy it. bit of Peter Thompson, bit of Greg Norman, um, bit of Arnold Palmer. Uh, gee, we cover some ground. So I hope you like it, um, and thanks for your patience in waiting for this next podcast. This is the Billy Dunk, one of our great. We started where we always start, with how did you get into golf?
1: My dad was the greenkeeper at Gosford Golf Club. My mother did the catering in the clubhouse and we lived on the premises. And uh, from when I was about four to about seven, I think it was. Yeah. And uh, uh, I used the 18th bunker as my sandpit.
2: Right. Mm. But so you would have been in there with, I'm guessing, Tonka trucks and things like that, not necessarily golf clubs Uh, at that time.
1: Uh funnily enough, uh, I started fairly early. Yeah. So um, uh, uh, I used to, um, uh, my, my old man made me a little set of clubs. Yeah. Well, not a set, but a couple of clubs. Yeah. And uh, I started there. And was, he a, was your dad a golfer? Uh, not a very good one, no. Right. He was left-handed. And uh, he he wanted a set of clubs that I won my first tournament with, and uh, uh, he changed to right-handed and played just as well right-handed as he did left-handed, which was lousy anyway.
2: Uh, okay, <laughs> so it <laughs> didn't necessarily matter which side of the ball
1: he stood on. Right, Still, wasn't going right. to quite
2: work for him. So, well, well, he wasn't that interested, really. Okay, so what did, where did your interest come from? So you, you started,
1: well, you know. Or uh, just being at the golf club, I would say. Mm. Um, I didn't like school. And high school was right next door to the golf club, and I used to sign in there. And in the first, uh, <laughs> the maths, first maths class, I think it was. Yeah. And once I signed in, I was on the golf course. Right. But, did you have a Did you have a like a mentor or someone there who
2: really sort of took you under their wing and?
1: Yeah, uh, a fellow by the name of Peter Churcher. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, uh, wanted me to work in the the pro shop there from when before I left school, and uh, which I did, and I enjoyed it. And uh, he spent a lot of time with me. Okay. And uh, funnily enough, he introduced me to his boss, who was a fellow by the name of Alex. Wilson, and uh, he was a Scottish pro, and he was at Ride Parramatta Golf Club, and I went from Gosford to Ride Parramatta uh, to be his assistant down there.
2: All right, so when you're a kid, right, when you're skipping school, what was it about the game that you liked? Was it that you didn't like school and this was better, or was there something about the the actual game
1: that... Uh, no, I used to play. I had a couple of hernias when I was a kid, and they, they, um, <laughs> what? they wouldn't let me play golf for a little while. Okay, and because uh, they laid you up in those days, they laid you up in hospital for three weeks, and uh, uh, and after I, uh, after my dad left the club over there. Um, he uh, he he always battled for a, for a living he's only a um everyday worker yeah and uh, uh i started to play tennis and uh i wasn't much good at tennis either <laughs> right but, uh, and then i thought well I enjoyed golf, so I went back to it. Okay. When did you realise
2: you were good at it? Because I mean, it's it's not it's it's not. I never ever
1: felt that I was good at it. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I seriously because I uh, mean, well, if, if you look at your, I was always mediocre at it. Right. Yes. But, okay. Uh, and I could, uh, given the right type of golf course, I could shoot low numbers mm. and. Uh, um, and I put a hell a hell of a lot of work into it. Right. Actually. Okay. Okay. But, uh, I've always thought I was I've been too small for the game. Yeah.
2: So you're not. Um. You you must be five foot. Five
1: foot six and
2: a quarter. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Which is not. So all right. So and I think it's funny that it, if you found the right golf course, you could play. You know, you could play quite well. But that means you found at least eighty golf courses that you could play because you've got over 80 course records. Oh, yeah. So I think
1: you've been... I, I played a lot of courses nobody else played. That's... Yeah, right. Okay. But, uh, but um, yeah, I've, I've had some low scores around different courses.
2: Mm, lots and lots of low scores. Anyway, we'll get to that. And we'll get to the, your scoring record and was lower than Nicholas and Trevino and, you know, like oh, it was... Yeah, well,
1: Huh? That was all the press. So I yeah,
2: yeah. But this is the. But that's what that's what we've got to go off. So, yeah. um, and I and I do feel like you've got that sort of humble streak of going, yeah, yeah. Well, well, but it's a big. It's a good part of the story. Yeah,
1: well, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> it
2: never,
1: it never ever dawned on me at the time. Yeah. So, but there it is.
2: Yeah. Maybe you're in the because you were in the in the in the middle of it. So you're five foot six. Yep. You're Clearly too short to. I mean, I think
1: even Leighton's five foot ten, so... Yeah, yeah. but but, uh, there's been a lot of uh, fellas that are uh, shorter than than I am, Mm. but it's not so much the shortness, it's the the strength more than anything else because I'm pretty light in the legs and... uh, (laughs) uh, uh, um, uh,
2: And always so?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I was born that way. I, yeah. But you can't help what you were born with. No. But, uh, and I did a lot of exercise to try and strengthen up. But, yeah. Um, uh, I always felt that uh, if I could hit it another 20 yards further, it would make a big difference. Mm. So. so you weren't a uh, big power player smashing no, it? just very average. Yeah. I mean, <laughs>
2: Roger Davis said, if there's anyone you don't want to play in match play, it's you.
1: Oh. Like he
2: said flat out, he said, you know, in Australian golfing history, the one you are literally the one person that you don't want to meet because of your ability for distance control. So whereas he might be able to hit it straight or be 30, you know, 20 metres long or 20 minutes short, you are always on the button, but you might be 10 metres wide. So you're always putting and always putting for birdie.
1: Yeah, the, the secret is to miss the green on the right side if you, not the right side, but the right side. The right side of the hole. The right side of the hole, yes. Okay, so which side is that? Well, it depends on where they put the flag. Yeah. So, uh, and that's one of the things I always worked on. Yeah. Hmm.
2: So, when you look at a golf course when you were playing, what did you, how did you see it? Did you see it as? Okay. Did well, you see
1: it in shapes or did you see it in colours or? <laughs> Uh, what I used to do is make sure that I went and walked the course and paste it out. Okay. Not in my yardage, is not, you leave it to, you know, the <laughs> okay. little books that they give you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, and they, they're in meters, mm. but I always used to convert it to meters, of course, mm. But uh, but if I'd walked it, I was confident that it was that distance. Right. So, would
2: you try and play to a number to to because when you do you still watch golf now? Do you not if
1: I can help it? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah no, I I, uh, uh, I watch I watch uh, the end of the tournament. Yeah. Okay. The last couple of holes is yeah, it's great to see. Yeah. But um, um, like Smithy the other day is. He's a hell of a player. How tall is he? Um, he must be six foot. Yeah. I don't think he's much more than six foot. No, he's he'd, he'd, he'd have to be to get the power that he gets. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And and he's... I mean, I've only met him once, but he was great fun and, you know, like a really... Like, yeah. Like a really lovely young man, actually. I've,
1: I've never met him, to be honest, because I was out of the game when he came in. Yeah. Hmm. So
2: you... When you say out of the game, and you are literally out of the game now. Yes. Right. So, um, all right. So, before we get to the, your great moments, wh- why did you leave?
1: Uh, well, I was 60 and uh, practicing like hell. Yeah. And I'd had a, an operation on my ear and lost the, the balance nerve out of the right side of my head. Oh, okay. And uh, and it was a bit of a fight. I could still play, mm. but um, uh, I had to work like hell at it. Uh, I was on the operating table for 13 and a half hours. Oh, okay. They call it a, an acoustic neuroma. And uh, uh, I think they took half my brain. But anyway... <laughs> by the by. Oh, well. (laughs) I didn't have much to start with. So when was that? Uh, About 20 years ago. Okay, so let's... Uh, No, no, about uh, 35 years ago.
2: Okay, so is that before 95? Yeah. Okay, so you still won an Australian PGA Senior Championship in 1995.
1: Yeah, I could do that, yeah. And the
2: Senior Classic in Japan in 93. Yeah. So you could still play...
1: Oh, yeah, but uh, uh, I fell over in Japan. Uh, (laughs) I was doing quite well in the tournament. And I got to the sixth hole in the last round. And it's par five up the hill. And I found myself walking in the trees, pulling myself along. Oh, wow. And uh, I got up and hit my third shot on the green. and It was about 15 foot short of the hole. And I hit my first putt four feet, and <laughs> oh my God. snuck up on it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I got to the next tee, and I went to tee the ball up, and I fell on my head. Oh wow! So, so this is a full balance issue, just because of that part of your. uh that,
2: that's before I had the operation. Oh, okay, right. So, so when you saw Jason Day,
1: I'm sure. Do you remember that? And that was a few years ago, and he had you know major balance issues. Yeah, it's it's difficult. Mm. When I when I come back after the operation, I kept hitting the foot behind the ball. Yeah, right. So I had to, and uh, I uh, had a mate, uh, um, Canadian fella, Sandy Casiba, mm-hmm. uh, and he's he said he gave me a few tips on how to get out of it, mm. and it was pretty good.
2: Right. So when you stopped, so you're about sixty. 82 now look, look great shape
1: yeah uh, yeah I was, you just you just had enough you just well it gets back to the fact that uh, i've always had to work hard at it mm. to to get the job done and i wasn't satisfied going backwards mm. and uh, uh, i woke up one morning and, and thought well what am I doing it for? Because I'm 60 years old and uh, uh, I'm not making any money out of it. Right. And uh, I thought, that's it. Right. So what, what, what was the level of pressure that you played
2: under? I mean, you've won five Australian PGA's. So there's a, definitely an expectation that, you know, Billy Dunk's turning up. Oh, Here we go.
1: I have never thought too much about it, to be honest, but um, the most of the pressure came from the press. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I can't tell you that story, but anyway. <laughs> you can tell us. No, I can't tell you. No, it's a long time so, ago. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, but uh, Don Lawrence, do you remember no, Don Lawrence? I don't. I don't. Brown eyes from Melbourne. He was, he was, he was the sports writer down there, mm-hmm. and I was going to play in the in the seniors tournaments. No, no, I was. I've only ever played the British Open once. Yeah, and I was going to Scotland to play my first one, and uh, so. I got over there, and there was a bushfire on the course and and uh, they called it off, and I had to come home and uh, actually my my dad died. <laughs> okay, so I had to come home anyway. so that was my first effort in Britain. Uh, no, it wasn't my first <laughs> effort in Britain. I went to Britain once mm. uh, when I first started, and they were they were playing the Wentworth Forthrooms when I got there. And I was using Slazinger equipment in those days and, and uh, <laughs> uh, they took me out to the Wentworth foursomes and they'd given me golf clubs and shirts and all sorts of stuff, you know. Did they give you a good partner? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I got out there and I'm freezing cold, Right. right? I said, is it always this cold here? And they said, yeah, this is like a summer's day. I said, well, book me on the next plane. I'm going to America. Wow. So that's what happened. Oh,
2: okay. So, but And so how was your one open?
1: How did that go? Uh, and where was it? I played as good as I could play and finished 23rd. Okay. Where was that? At uh, Sandwich. Okay. In which year? Do you remember? Uh, should be there somewhere. Okay. Um, British Open it was when when did did I play at uh, St George's 1960 something no no it's got to be later than that it it's not the on the hmm? the 70s but Royal St George's yeah yeah the 70s so it was about yeah. 73 or somewhere okay. there
2: alright and so how was that
1: experience uh, actually Norman won the tournament no was that yeah, he did, didn't he? At bridge. No, at Royal uh, St
2: George's. Yeah. Mm. That wasn't... I don't know. How, how did you enjoy it, though? Nearly everyone I've spoken to about...
1: Fabulous golf course. Yeah. But I was 20 yards short off the tee. Of everyone? No. The, the course was set up so they, on several holes, or a few holes where well, you had to drive it across a bunker. And if you could drive it across the bunker, you hit the downslope and you down, it'd go right down in front of the green and you just a wedge to the green. Mm. But you know, old Bill, he, he didn't do that <laughs> because he couldn't get it across that bloody bunker. Okay. So, And I had to try and miss the bunker, but the fairway was sloped to the left and it channeled you into... Another couple of bunkers down on the left side. Right. And you're playing a four-iron from there. Like, so just too much. So, but 23rd. 23rd, yeah, and I played as good as I could play. Yeah, and we're nervous going into it. <laughs> I, I suppose it was. I yeah. don't know. Well, like
2: nearly everyone I've spoken to, when they talk about their first Open, the first British Open, yeah, I and, they go, and they were just terrified. Like a truly terrifying and okay. exciting
1: experience. Ah, I thought it was a fabulous tournament. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, um, let's uh, have, Norman won it at the Lighthouse Place. What's that called? Um, I don't know. Where the, where the, where the, uh, where they turned the the clubhouse into a war hospital.
2: Um, I could Google it.
1: Uh, but anyway.
2: Yeah. So what's it like playing? I mean, so you, you would have been around, you would have been at the getting close to the back end of your regular career, not your senior career, when when Norman was coming through. Yeah. Uh, well, I played a lot with Norman yeah. when he first started. Yeah. How was that? Because, I mean, he was known as an absolute, you know, crusher and the greatest driver in the history of the game and oh.
1: off you go. Well, he wasn't that good when he first started. <laughs> Could you see? Could you see the potential? I, I well, he's one of the guys that worked hard at it. Yeah, and did so well at it, you can't believe it. But but he was strong enough to. I mean, he could really smoke it. But but uh, I, I didn't take too much notice of him that, then. Okay, who did you take notice of? Uh... I I uh, I, can't, I can't say that I took a lot of notice of anybody else. I was too busy trying to do what I could do.
2: Right? Did you always think you could win or
1: go close to winning? Uh, <laughs> not really, because when I first started, I went to Amer- as I said I went to America. Yeah, and uh, I played three years in America. And uh, um, I didn't have a, a very uh, good time there but I was we were playing in Cleveland somewhere and yeah. I can't remember the little guy's name. And anyway, he, he was one of the stars in the, in the golf then And I'm just having a putt on the green. And he he said, Dunk, you should go home. Jeez. Right? (laughs) I've got to remember who this is. Because they they don't like you taking their money anyway. And uh, 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 Jerry. Jerry. Lopez? No, he's only Jerry
2: Lopez is a surfer, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So it's not going to be Jerry Lopez. Uh,
1: Jerry... (laughs) Uh, anyway, I said, "I said, uh, why should I go home, Jerry?" He said, "You don't hit it far enough." He said, uh, "He said, can you hit it as far as player?" I said, "Yes, yes, I can." <laughs> right? Oh, he said, "We'll have to have a game one day." I said, "Yeah, right. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah, we will." So, uh, and he, I could hit it past him, right? But but you didn't hit it far enough to, be, but, be invited to stay. But in his know, mind, if you, you, I just had to fly at another 20 yards, that's all. Okay. But,
2: um. I mean, you've got an amazing, I mean, Hall of Fame golfer, but an amazing. I'm just going to go through a couple of yours. So this is not to embarrass you, but just, you know. So, five time Australian PGA champion, 62, 66, 71, 74, and 76. Two New Zealand Opens, a Malayan Open, two New South Wales Opens, four New South Wales PGAs, six. Um, major titles in New Zealand from sixty four to seventy two. Uh, four Queensland, two Tasmanian, Victorian, Japan, and then there's the senior opens. The senior um, yeah wins as well. So it's a...
1: the first tournament I won was in Malaysia. It was that started me off.
2: Yeah, and so what was it like to win your first one?
1: Uh, well, I didn't know I'd won it, and I was having a <laughs> swim, actually. <laughs> what? Yeah, and uh, they come and got me out of the pool to come and go to the presentation. So uh, I shot sixty-three in the last round or something. And, yeah, and didn't expect to win. Okay, and uh, um, so it's not a matter of sticking around and well watching him fall about. Going oh, here we go, here we go. Well, yeah, well we just put. It. I went. Uh, I'd met a girl actually. <laughs> Okay. And she wanted to go for a swim, so I said, "Well, uh,
2: we'll go." Okay. What about your first
1: um, PGA? Then how was that? My first PGA, can't remember. Um, back then, they 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 played a, um, a match play tournament. Uh, I beat Eric kremen Yeah uh around one of the courses in Melbourne can't remember which one. and uh the one I do remember is when uh, I beat Peter Thompson around uh, uh Royal Sydney. okay so uh, wouldn't want to forget that no <laughs> so what
2: was he like to play against and 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 where was he what where was he in this? look every time i ask you these questions you start put your head down and smile i know you are well, holding something back there so yeah so just 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 for perspective where was he in his british open career then? he he just won uh his fifth right okay right. so then tell me how if you can record how do you go in you know you're playing the five time british open champion for the australian p g a what's your head
1: um <laughs> <laughs> Well, Tomo and I always had a love-hate relationship. Yeah. It didn't matter where we were. Okay. So, uh, and um, you knew you you had your hands full, Mm -hmm. uh, but I'd I'd gotten out to a really good start there, and I had him by... Ten shots going into the last round. Okay, and uh, and I, I arrived at the golf. I was I was a pro at Fox Hills Golf Club at the time. Or well, my wife was actually. <laughs> she looked after it. <laughs> uh, okay, uh,
2: you had your name on the. You got the
1: car park, and she did. She did the job. Yeah, gotcha. And uh, and she had three kids. <laughs> Wild days. And got a lot to to thank her for. But anyway, (laughs) uh, I'm having a putt on the green again, and I just come back from America, Mm. and I got this striped uh, yellow sweater on with two black stripes down the front, Mm -hmm. and uh, Thompson walked onto the onto the. Budding Green, he said, morning, Dunk. He said, uh, what football team are you playing for? <laughs> so, and then I had a fair temper and I told him what I thought of him. <laughs> 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 and, and to get his golf together and beat me today. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, that was all right. Yeah. So, I come in for lunch and I'm two shots in front. How many? two right (laughs) you've gone from 10 to 2 10 to 2 and you got 18 to play right 18 to play and uh, and he was he was a good um talker on the course he's a good um, like on the first hole of the on the we used to play 36 holes in the last last day there because he didn't play sundays and uh, in the morning round, we play that little par four down and we hit it up onto the green and he's missed his part and and I had it inside him and I've just lipped it out. Hmm. He said, that happened to me once, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just given you a bit of a needle Yeah, and... Uh,
2: so so on that on that front on that first eighteen, did he did 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 he play brilliantly or did oh, you he, did he you fall played, apart? He a bit?
1: played pretty good, yeah. Okay, yeah, and uh, and I didn't play all that well because mm-hmm. I was jumpy as hell, mm-hmm. right? Now. And still a bit pissed about the um the jumper comment. Ah, yeah, and <laughs> but he he obviously he's done that. Oh, That's yeah. a stitcher. Well, he's, he's he's a tradesman at what he does. Hmm. He's... And just a, a couple of little words here and there uh, sort of put you off your stride. Mm. So, and then we go out in the second round, and he's uh, we he, same thing happened down the first hole, and he said exactly the same thing. And I thought, yeah, bastard, you're trying to get at me. <laughs> so, so. And I, I didn't wake up until then, so I walked on the other side of the fairway after that. Right. Didn't talk to him. And, uh, and then he proceeds to uh, hold a long putt on the par three, the, about the fifth hole there. Three, one, two, th- the third hole. Yeah. And then uh, lo and behold, he's hold another good one the next hole. And uh, and down that little par three from the corner, that's about the fifth hole. And uh, he's knocked it in from from you know from, you don't hold those sort of putts. Yeah. But and I had one just inside him, and I ran it in behind him. Yeah. Okay. And we're all square. Yeah. Did he say anything when your ball went in? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Did he um? So when he
2: does these putts, these putts that aren't meant to go in, these long ones, does he say anything then, or does he give you a look? Is there a, I mean, I, I... he's he's
1: he's a character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, watched watched him win the um, the Australian Open around uh, Victoria Golf Club, and he's. He's got two holes to play, Egg, and he's a couple in front. And uh, he's hit a drive up up the seventeenth hole, and half topped his next shot, and it just nearly hit it into the tre- uh, the bunker on the fairway, and it's limped up the fairway, and he's got the wedge out and shanked it, and he said hmm, the wind got it, <laughs> right? Yeah, right? And uh, and he coolly walked over, and same club in his hand, he just went, <laughs> hit it up a foot from the hole and made par. Wow. And then he birdied the last hole and didn't look like losing. But, uh, but so he,
2: Back to your match, your are all square after the fifth, oh after yeah. you follow him in.
1: And uh, so we go down the par five, the next hole, we have that. We come up that little par four up the hill and he's hit it at the onto the back of the green and I've hit it just under the hole and uh, he's left it about three foot short coming down the hill because the greens were real quick and he's missed it. And I thought, well, this, I can beat this bugger, mm. you know. And all of a sudden that's, that was the difference right there. Right. So
2: it took you to that moment to realise that you could actually win,
1: and then I thought I can beat you, and that's it. And and uh, uh, so, so, so what? What places the mind in golf? Oh, that belief. It, it, it's everything, really. <laughs> you, I've always found that that. Uh, What you have to do is put yourself in a position to win Mm. and then if you're in a position to win, you've got to keep your rhythm and uh, you have to uh, make sure that you keep that same tempo going in your swing, right? As soon as you start getting a bit quick, you get a few snap hooks and things like that. Mm. So
2: so how do you... Just so that anyone's listening going how do I actually manage that because we all you know you get oh, too excited you know you
1: I think it's a matter of being there a few times to make it happen right yeah because you you got to know what do you, you expect and uh,
2: uh, maybe that was one of the things with Cam Smith at the Open as opposed yeah, to the well Masters that, that's you know?
1: what he's learnt over the last little while because mm. he, he used to get there ready to go and just falter at the last little bit, yeah. But now he knows what he can do. So, so what's it like
2: in the in those closing stages of big tournament? Not even big tournament. Like it, you know, it, to to win is to win, right? To, yeah, right. And you're you're competitive. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you said you were fiery. Yeah, you know, you didn't want to. Oh. Well. As I said, you just got to keep your rhythm. Yeah, I've lost lost a lot of uh, ground in uh, in being just that little bit quick. Yeah. Okay. Right. And that's what I said. Snap hook. Was that your? Boy, was that your? Um, that was my special shot. Downfall. Yeah. Okay. Let me put this to
2: you, um, which is this the thing about the scoring average? So there was at one point you'd won thirteen tournaments. Thirteen tournaments in the year, and your scoring average was, which means something. It was seventy point one three. That's from sixty three rounds. Jack Nicklaus, in the same year from eighty three rounds, had a scoring average of seventy point six six. So, as you say, that was that was a media excitement.
1: Yeah, that's. But that, I mean, I'm playing different golf courses to what he was. Oh, okay. Well, it wasn't the same golf course. Yeah, but it, there is surely there is some part of you
2: going, you know. Did you ever read your own, you know, like you are a phenomenal golfer, like a, with a phenomenal golfing history, and and you know, and the records literally stand, you know, over eighty yeah. course records. Did yeah, you ever were,
1: look at it and go, oh, geez, Bill, good on you, mate, you bloody unreal, you are. Uh, <laughs> no, That's was, a good week. I was always amazed when the putts went in. I, yeah, were really? No, I was trying like hell, but yeah. But there's there's a lot of. Uh, it's easier to miss than it is to get it in, yeah. isn't it? Even on a
0: budget, quality is non-negotiable.
1: Did you play with Nicholas and, you know, the other greats? Yeah, I played with him a few times. Yeah, how was that? Uh, Scary. Mm
2: -hmm. Intimidating? (laughs) Intimidating. In the same way Peter Thompson was intimidating?
1: Uh, Yeah, probably. Um, (laughs) I can always remember... um, at the lakes, I was, there was, what tournament did they play at the lakes? Yeah, that, that, they anyway, would have to, it, it was, it was a big deal. Yeah. I think it might have been uh, the wheels or some tournament like the, that. The wheels, will wheel supermile super mile, the smokes, yeah. the ciggies. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, I was paired with, with uh, Thompson and and uh, Palmer. Well, and uh, so I've got myself all geared out, you know. And uh, so, and uh, Palmer comes through the through the crowd there, and he's got this old looks like an old blue shirt and it's hanging out of his trousers at the back and, you know, and Thompson's come in and he's all in his grey and white shoes and, you know, and he's beautiful. And, <laughs> and I walked in there and no one said, g'day, kiss your bum, whatever, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so I felt like a, um, a bit of a twit.
2: But anyway. When, hang on. So, when you when you, sorry, I just want to go back to the fashion, just really quickly. Yeah. So, you were dressed to the nines. You've got your. Yeah, yeah well, the I was
1: beautiful. Because <laughs> <laughs> I went out of my way to do it. Yeah, right. right. You've got a
2: special day today. Yeah. Tom
1: Owen. Not that I ever look good in any. But anyway, mm. but, but Palmer was just in this old uh, sort of not real blue, but a blue shirt and it's hanging out the back of his trousers and he's got an old uh, tan pair of trousers on, mm. nothing special. Mm. And Thompson's mm-hmm. always dressed well. And, uh, and they, they didn't even say good day to me, right? On the first date, no one introduced me, nothing. <laughs> so I've hit off and I've hit it down the left side of the bloody fairway there. And I get out there and the crowd's walked on the ball.
2: <laughs> they haven't stepped on it?
1: No, yeah. well, everyone stepped on it, yeah. And hang on, hang on. They didn't know yeah. they'd stepped on it. Yeah. Well, it was buried. Yeah, okay, right. So. And, and do you have to play that? Yeah. And, well, uh, it wasn't in its own uh, pitch mark, you know? Yeah, I know. It, it was just buried. <laughs> Someone's walked on the bloody thing. Yeah. Anyway, I've chunked it out up just short of the green. I've pitched it up the green hole pot for four, right? And then uh, Palmer come over and he says, uh, "Oh, he said I forgot to introduce myself. My name's pa- Arnold Palmer." I said, "Mate, I know who you are." <laughs> <laughs> so he was all right. Yeah, he was good. Mm. So and uh, uh, yeah. Did you
2: have a, did you have a, um, it, 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 it's an impossible question, but anyway, um, did you have a one game, one, one tournament, one round above all others that you may still sometimes lie there at nighttime and go, jeez, that was either terrible, like humiliating, or absolutely spectacularly, well, I've fantastic? Of, I've,
1: had, I've had plenty of humiliating ones mm. and, uh, uh, but the one I remember most, the only tournament in well that we played at the time of I was playing, I I'd won all the the um, um, uh, state opens. Yeah. Except the Vic Open. And. Uh, I shot two sixty eights to finish down there at metro and uh and the last hole there was it was it's usually a par 5 but they've changed it into a par 4. Mhm. Back up the hill to back to the clubhouse. Back to the clubhouse, yeah. And anyway, so I've hit my best drive down the right side of the fairway and and uh now I got to f- fly it from there under the green, <laughs> and uh, so it's a wood shot. So take the old trusty four wood and <laughs> knock it on the green there, and and uh, I roll my first putt up to that far short of the hole, and uh, now I've got to wait for everybody to finish.
2: <laughs> okay, he can't just go knock it in,
1: and. Uh, I can't just go up and just tap it in. So now I go over there and I sit on the end of my bag and I had a hell of a tra- trouble getting up off that bag to go and hold that putt. Yeah. So but that's that's the one I remember most because uh, I played I, on a couple of other occasions. The Vic Open got away from me. I, I went into the last round behind Nagel there one year, and uh, I was, uh, uh, he, he had me by one shot going in the last round. And I shot 64 in the last round, and uh, I ran second. <laughs> he shot <laughs> 64. To oh, Wow. Yeah. So, um, Richard
2: Mercer... Uh, ...refers to Kel Nagel as Uncle Kel. Yeah. And very... F- ...just talks about him so fondly. Yeah. Just just a really lovely man and...
1: ...so I suppose it'd be alright to... <laughs> it's not alright. Yeah, hey. Um, we've had our... Uh, ...thoughts... Yeah. Um, ...over the years. mm mm-hmm. But Nagel's always been a, a nice guy. Yeah. Mm. You, um, two books, one
2: record... Have you still got the LP? So there's an LP, and you've got a, a, re, a 33 rpm record, an old fashioned of um, Billy Duncan, The Short Game.
1: Oh, have we? Yeah, well, I might have in there. Do I <laughs> don't know. <laughs> so. Um,
2: which is you? I mean, I saw it on um, online. Oh yeah. So I I found uh, that is that the one we did with TGP? Um, it must. Have, I don't know. I, do, I mean, I couldn't get it. Well, I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't try and get it. I just found it there, and I thought, "Yeah, now you've got video instruction." And but back then, that must have been either a cassette or a record. Of
1: I can't remember doing it. But, oh, okay. But anyway, um, we did uh, did a few things for the cigarette company. Yeah. Uh, put out a, a disc. Uh, With tips on it. I think there was Thompson, Nagel, and myself. I think that's all. Yeah. Maybe maybe Alan Murray. Can't remember. Okay. But anyway, uh, we put that out, and uh, uh, (laughs) it's funny how. Times change, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think about the state of the game now? Oh, I think I'd hate to be playing. Mm. They're so good these days. Mm. But then I'm guessing they would
2: probably look back and go that you guys were so good with what you know the equipment you had, the balls you used. The
1: yeah, yeah. I must. I must admit, uh, I can't make. I, well, I couldn't make the the newfangled uh, steel heads and whatever go any further than the other ones. Well, wait, that's untrue. I, I, I got extra 20 yards. Yeah, probably. Oh, you, found, you found your 20 yards. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> but everybody else had found more yeah, than that yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, you had Billy
2: Dunk clubs as well. So you had your own line of clubs and-
1: Yeah. So do you keep all that stuff? No.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, we're at your place now and I did notice one large trophy in the lounge room that's but, a
1: japanese one
2: yeah but yeah. otherwise there's not out in public view any um well there's one over there but there's not many acknowledgements to your golfing past
1: no that's where i started up there you see that kid up there in the yeah developed into that bald headed all yeah
2: but there's not you know there's not a stack around No So it's obviously a part of your life that you said that was I got
1: got the leaf out of the Victorian Open scoreboard in the wine cellar
2: Oh, okay, good Right, (laughs) so
1: there's stuff around It's hidden away for you, eh? Yeah, well, there's not much Okay I got a few photos in there in the bar area Yeah With uh, a few of the players and when when I played in uh, the Chrysler Cup in yeah, in can we have a look at those? Yeah, okay. What am I might do.
2: And let me just ask you one last thing. If there's someone coming into the game now, what's the what's the one you know? So say you've got a I don't know, fifteen year old. What's what's the one thing they need to know to be a good golfer?
1: <sighs> they've they've got to really want to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of kids that come into the game that think it's great to do it, but uh, uh, you've got to put your nose to the grindstone to do it. Okay. What about for the, you know,
2: guys like me who are, you know, sort of, sort of just battling on through middle age and still,
1: you know, is I, there, what do we... I reckon you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I think... As long as you enjoy the game, I mean, mm. it's a great game. Mm. But uh, and you meet a lot of people that you wouldn't meet, and uh, it's been kind to me, really. Mm. But um, I've had a lot of downs as well as ups mm-hmm. in the through the game of golf. Yeah. Okay. So,
2: but um, how hard is it to rip yourself out of the those those darker moments? Ah. and is that that after losing a tournament
1: oh (laughs) I've lost more than I've won (laughs) Mm -hmm. but that's but everyone has yeah yeah so it's it gets back to the fact that uh, um, uh, if I didn't encourage my kids to play golf they could have if they won they've always had a set of golf clubs yeah but uh, my middle son, he could have played pretty good and uh, he was a bit bigger than I am mm. and uh, he could thrash it out there but he was never that interested. Yeah. So... Um,
2: and did you, did you coach them at all or...? Uh
1: come on, keep that no. all, keep that all. No, I, I didn't try to encourage them at all. Yeah, okay. You didn't actively discourage them though? No, but I didn't say don't do it. Mm. But uh, they didn't seem to be that interested because I was away that much that they didn't even know me. Yeah, okay. So, right. yeah, so it's top, all-consuming, of. yeah. Um, do you miss it now? No.
2: No. Like if someone rings you up, got the Australian Open's coming back after two years.
1: They ring and they go... "Billy, Do I, I don't think I could even hit a golf ball at the moment. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, <coughs> uh, uh, I... I picked one of my clubs up, one set I've got out there. I picked it up the other day and I thought, how in the hell would you ever eat anything with this? Yeah, right. Right?
2: So how would you have been seen by your competitors do you think so like it's one thing to say you know like you know arnie didn't introduce himself and thompson was you know he'd sort of
1: well they, they never thought much of me anyway but because i was never ever did too much in their field okay so but you did he did but didn't
2: right right so you didn't quite reach that what about the uh, the players of your ilk then is uh, it, you know, as you say, so Davis goes...
1: Oh, yeah, I, I play, played a lot with him and uh, um, Morris Bembridge and places, people like that. Yeah. So... And how would they have, looked? Would they would have feared oh, you, like... Well, they would have looked at me as a free ride around the countryside, so I <laughs> suppose. <laughs> Because <laughs> when they come out, I always say, "Well, you can come with me." Yeah. Okay. Great. Right? So, I'm I'm not one of those characters that uh, think about these things too much. Right. I'm an only child. Okay. <laughs> Let's move along. That's what my wife says. You're an only child. <laughs> right. So there it is. Yeah. As long as she's not saying you're only a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that <Dad> too. <laughs>
2: So there he is, Billy Dunk, uh, incredibly humble, um, incredibly well-considered, and an incredible talent, and stopped playing golf at the age of 60, as he said, for various reasons. So again, thanks to Billy, thanks to his wife Annette, we really had a lovely day, um, and then looking at his garage, which is spotless, and there's not nearly as much stuff as you may consider from someone who's had such a life in golf. Um, But again, yeah, thanks to Billy. Thanks to Annette. I really hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, uh, please feel free to share it uh, with like-minded souls. And I look forward to bringing you something else in the very near future. And that may well be Mr. Charlie Earp. Thanks for listening. Bye.